0: You are listening to the next best picture podcast.
1: J'ai quelque chose à vous dire. Hein?
2: J'ai été agressé. Chez moi. Ah!
1: Ah! En vrai?
2: Et tu vas bien? Hmm?
1: Un Piper Très bien. Attendez cinq minutes avant d'ouvrir.
0: All right, what you were just listening to was the trailer for Elle. It is the new film from Paul Verhoeven, who has given us such films as RoboCop, Total Recall, Basic Instinct, Showgirls.
2: Showgirls, my favorite. Starship
1: Troopers, man, that's a
2: classic.
0: (laughs) I love Starship Troopers, but the story for this one is uh, a successful CEO, played by Isabelle Huppert, of The video game company tries to learn the identity of the man who raped her. Um, as I said before, Isabel Huppert is the leading lady in this film. And if you guys can't already tell, I am being joined for this review by Kristen and by Will. So, okay. This, this is going to be a very divisive, divisive review. Uh, we're going to start off here with no spoilers. We're going to get into spoilers, though. Let's. I. I. You know, it's funny. I. I. I almost don't know who I want to throw it off to first. But maybe I should just throw it off to myself. Nah. You know what, Will? Let, let's throw you into Lions Den first. Will. What did you think of Val?
1: Oh God. Um. <laughs> I. I. Why don't we let Kristen start this one? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Chris. Kristen.
0: Oh God. This is so. Okay. <laughs> let's, we're just trying to tiptoe through this gently. Kristen, you go.
2: Okay. Um, let me preface this with I, I like Paul Verhoeven. I, I enjoy trashy, crappy Paul Verhoeven. Um, Showgirls is one of my favorite movies. And uh, I, I've seen Hollow Man probably more than is healthy so uh, i am a fan of paul verhoeven uh total recall is a great movie too um i have not starship troopers fan i have not seen that that's the only verhoeven movie i have not seen um but i have not seen paul verhoeven when he's like serious foreign director i did not see black book so um i went into this knowing that it was a rape revenge film Direct, directed and written by men and I said oh god that's not gonna be good so I watched this last night and I was actually tweeting to these to these guys while I was watching it and at the end I just said fuck this movie <laughs> um I did not like this at all um a, a rape revenge the the rape revenge genre is a very kind of closed system um in terms of kind of being what 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 predominantly men feel rape revenge means and there have been a lot of interesting stories um written from a female perspective regarding rape um i was actually discussing this and a short story by an author whose name escapes me called rape fantasies and how you know women have this weird interest in rape um but it's a very taboo subject um And I kind of thought, okay, well, Verhoeven's going to play around with that. No, no, he doesn't. Um, Isabel Huppert is great, but she's always great. So I I wasn't expecting anything less than her best. And she's written as kind of this cold character. Because she's successful, she's supposed to be kind of closed off. And men want to bang her, but then they also hate her. And I was like, okay. So she's written like a man's description of what a powerful woman looks like okay I can I've seen it I don't condone it but I've seen it it's nothing new and there is a third act twist involving the rape and the rapist that I just said no this is what men think rape revenge looks like and it is disgusting Um, in a year that has seen so many people specifically actors and directors kind of flaunt their their actions against women and benefit from it or not benefit from it, depending on if you're not a white guy. Um, you know, the the third act twist here for me just really made this a scummy, scummy movie. I, I kind of wanted um, the screen the screenwriters I, I wanted to ask them if they had ever seen something like The Hunting Ground, because there is a point in this the third act where Isabel Hooper's character makes a decision to interact with the person that has raped her, and I said That is a reality that women deal with every day. And for them to trivialize it and make it some sort of weird Steven Soderbergh crash, like, ooh, it's taboo, um, that's really belittling and that's really disturbing. And I, I think that the intention is that it's meant to disturb, but it's meant to disturb people that don't have that experience and don't ever have to worry about that. I'm saying men, okay? <laughs> um, or I, So So I was just not a fan. I was not a fan. This movie did not do anything for me. Isabel Cooper is great. I'm not going to take away her acting performance. But this is why men have very little experience or at least little ability to capture what rape looks like in in a landscape where nocturnal animals is considered misogynistic and I would say it's not because there are moments where Tom Ford really captures again the female fears and hesitations about rape Um, Paul Verhoeven doesn't get it at all and he's got a very nasty little interest with rape If you again if you've seen Showgirls or if you've seen Hollow Man um, this is something that he time and again kind of returns to and it's still incorrect so I was um, not feeling this one (laughs)
0: Okay, Uh, well, I will save you a couple more minutes, and I will actually (laughs) bounce off of that with uh, a couple of counter arguments, but nothing too crazy here. So let's just get this out of the way, first and foremost. Um, When I first sat down to watch Elle, I, I always have this thing about foreign language films that sometimes the story is strong enough to get me through how patient the storytelling is sometimes, because slow moving films just annoyed the ever-living crap out of me um but i found two things about this film right off the bat one it wasn't necessarily like artsy so to speak and i hate saying that word but i will just throw it out there for everybody Um, it wasn't necessarily like an art film per se it moved like a thriller and it had a pacing like a thriller. So I did always feel like I was constantly like engaged by what was happening on screen. And I never, not once, like felt the need to necessarily doze off or anything like that. Now, while I'm like Kristen, I don't agree with a lot, and I mean like a lot, that the film brought up and how it chose to portray it. I did find it to be uh, captivating and at least fascinating and engaging uh, all throughout where... I was interested in seeing where the story was going to turn. Uh, when we get to the third act of the film, though, there are some turns that the story takes that I just was like, wait, what, what? And I was so like, just bewildered by the decision-making that the Michelle character, who is excellently played by Isabel, who power in this film, she easily raises the rating for me a little bit here. Cause believe me, my rating was pretty low to begin with. Um, she is just so excellent in how she portrays uh, this character as poorly written as this character is. Um, So while I really attribute a lot of the faults of this movie to uh, the writer of the film, um, the writer of this film is David Burke, um, I think Paul Verhoeven does a really good job of presenting the story in a way in which he can get audiences involved. Um, I didn't have a problem necessarily with that aspect of it. With that said, that's kind of where it all like ends for me. Isabel Huppert Paul Verhoeven's direction in terms of how he presents the film. Not necessarily with how the subject matter is handled, but just aesthetically the film is what I'm getting at here. Thematically and also uh, from a writing standpoint, this movie is so challenging and so controversial and so just downright fucking weird that by the end of the movie i was so confused as to what the themes of the film were i didn't understand its message anymore i just like felt like the movie started off a certain way and then by the end i was just left completely confused with that said can we all agree that the best aspect of this film is the relationship between isabel who character michelle and her son or no Mm. <laughs> god damn it well so i there's there's an interesting twist that we'll get into later on that uh, gets revealed about michelle's past uh in in regards to her father and i thought that the way that that was passed down to her and thus how uh her behavior is passed down to her son i found that aspect of the story to be Fascinating, and I thought the scenes that they shared together were actually the film's best overall.
1: I, uh, I did think so. I thought there were some aspects of the writing that included that were pretty interesting. Um, I, I did like that, and I did like her backstory with her dad. This film had a lot, a lot of subplots, but some of them definitely were interesting to follow particularly some of them that didn't relate to some of the, um, seamier third act turns. I also want to say that Verhoeven, who I've mainly seen his trashier stuff, really directed this well with a lot of fun mise-en-scene m- aspects. There's a lot of reds in the films, mentioning interesting use of color. Uh, you have a lot going on in the images with just lines in general, like, I do, I do want to say there were things I liked about this film, because I've kind of remained silent. But Christian, what would you say, if anything beyond Who pair, you did like about the film?
2: Um, I liked the relationships with her parents. I thought that that element, she's the daughter of a, a man who is uh, uh, in prison for, for reasons, um, and is up for parole, And she harbors a lot of resentment towards him because she has been blamed by proxy for his crimes. Um, And then she has this relationship with her mother who is dating a younger man and seemingly falls in love too easily. Um, So I liked that interrelationship in terms of how she's untrusting to the police because of how the police treated her. During, this, uh, during her father's um, trial and, and his crimes that he's committed. Um, and I do like stories where you're kind of um, watching a character who is doomed to kind of repeat or is paying for the sins of their parents. So that element I really enjoyed. Um, when it gets to the generation with her and her son... I was just kind of thinking this is trying to harbor or, or at least harken back to classic cinema, you know the concept of the um, kind of ball busting uh, career woman who's created a son who is um, emotionally impotent, and I think that would have been fine to explore had we not had another insufferably written female character to complement that that relationship, which is his girlfriend. Um, and if we didn't deal with the fact that, I mean, again, there are interesting elements in that, but things are just written so cliched that um, I wasn't really on board 100%. But the, but the relationships with her parents, I thought that was an, a story element that I think could have just that and the, the rape trauma, I think, could have sustained all of this. Uh, the script piles on a few too many things. That are supposed to make you hate who pair's character. And I'm all for anti-heroes. You know, a character doesn't have to be a hundred percent good or a hundred percent bad. But there are so many elements that make us almost say that she's this is like like divine retribution almost. Um, that I was kind of like, wait, I'm very confused on whether we're supposed to say her bad behavior is irrelevant or not. Um so, but other than that, yeah, I mean, I think the relationship with her parents is a very strongly written um, and executed moment. I wish there had been more of it. I wouldn't say I
1: hated her character. Matt, um, did, did you dislike her character? Oh, by the time we got to the third act.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: The, yeah, the third act decision, yeah. Um, I, I did find her interesting for most of the film. And I think that is, uh, in large part, just because Huppert is so good at bringing someone off the page. Um, But yeah, what what you're pointing at, Kristen, is pretty unsettling, if that is the message, particularly in keeping with the symbolism of that character within the video game they're designing, who's kind of rebirthed as like a dark queen, as if it's a positive thing
2: which yeah i i was very confused by that and i think that a female screenwriter um would have maybe been able to execute that better because when you first see that video game image and it's right after this like horrific opening rape scene um the fact that she doesn't notice that until her like until there's a scene where she's directly implicated in this It she there's a moment where she finally realizes, holy shit, this looks like a rape on camera on, you know, this video game that I've created. I was kind of like, I'm very confused by how that didn't trigger something before. It's like it doesn't actually bother her until it's herself in it in some way.
0: I mean, listen, thematically, I think there's a tremendous amount of problems with this movie for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Aesthetically, though, some of the things that I did quite enjoy was obviously going into this i knew what the story was about and the trailer does give that away as well i i enjoyed the the decision to actually open the film on the rape itself um not leading up to the moment not building up to it or anything like you actually like open up and you see this uh her cat like actually watching it and it was just a startling and uh jarring way of getting us to be like oh 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 okay oh wow so we're we're, we're right in this okay and what i also liked was then how paul verhoeven um kept cutting back to what we either thought was a flashback or um, a possible vision of it happening again or the future we you just don't know and i really like how he played around with that aspect a couple times throughout the movie um, that i found to be interesting it's when the mask does get pulled off of the um the perpetrator and we know who the character is, um, which also the film I thought did a really good job of playing around with. Like early on in the beginning of the film, I was uh, definitely caught up in the whole, oh, who could it be? Who could it be? Because the film was giving us reasons to think it could have been uh, a couple of different people, which kept it interesting for me. But then once you do find out and then once that relationship kind of evolves from there, it's – yeah, it devolves into trash.
1: Yeah. Playing in interesting film I thought for the first hour particularly did did, did, did you like it Kristen pre reveal
2: I thought it was okay um I mean I wasn't I I thought it was fine um before the reveal um I didn't think it was anything spectacular um but the I mean opening up with the the rape scene just hearing it I thought was effective because it didn't need to be um exploitative or, or titillating and i think it worked just fine to come back to it the second time and which by the way when she is bringing there's a scene where she brings the cat in which essentially leads up to it and she goes to close the door and he comes in i started to get like panicky because i was like that is literally a fear of my like every day when i'm like oh, opening. it's but then we see it again play out with the camera on her face, which I was like, I don't need to see this again. You conveyed what we need to see the first time very effectively. The second time was a bit much. The third time I could ex- I could understand it because it's from what she wished she had done, um, which is, you know, find a weapon and like beat the shit out of him. Um, that was fine. But I think that middle one where we had to replay it again was a bit too much, and then yeah. By the time the the mask comes off, I was like, nope, done.
0: <laughs> um, let's go into uh, final thoughts and grades so that we can get into some spoilers here. Uh, Will, let's start off with you. Final thoughts, grade out of ten, Oscar potential. Take it away.
1: Um, I'm gonna say a six point five out of ten because there were technical aspects I liked, and who pairs performance was extremely good. I don't know if she will ultimately get the Oscar nomination just because although we've seen trends of actresses in foreign films and quieter performances get nominated under the current you know, voting system they instituted uh, about f- six years ago, this is so far from a movie I think a large portion of Academy voters will go for. And also because it's not a typical Oscar nominated performance. You know, there, there's no big crying scene or anything like that that voters tend to go for. It, it, it is much quieter. Who do you have in your five? I don't know. Uh, I have to consider, I think I still have her just missing, probably as number six. But if she continues to get nominated from almost every critic group, if she wins the Los Angeles Critics later today, I may reevaluate and move her in. So I want to say I respect Verhoeven's direction. Um, there were aspects of the film I liked, but I can't go higher than that because of the reasons Kristen stated. Okay then, Kristen, take it away.
2: Um I did not like this. Um I think that that it plays to a lot of people who assume that this is what an empowering look at rape revenge is like. Um I think that who who pairs character um with her kind of cold assertiveness is being masked as uh feminism and strength when it's really not um again if you are thinking that this is feminist and nocturnal animals is not i would say that that's the problem um so i did not like this um i think it's fine for the first you know hour or so but uh, as a female that last hour is just irredeemable for me um so i'm gonna give it a five (laughs) out of 10 um, I have this uh, for pair for best actress and I have this for best foreign language film I think that the academy voters many of whom we still kind of have it uh, skewed towards men I think many men will assume falsely that this is some type of female empowerment film and might try to give it an edge and say hey see we're being progressive here we gave it to this movie um, when that's not the case <laughs>
0: I, okay, so I I have a lot more thoughts that I want to try and get off my chest in the spoiler section, but they're more so questions than anything, really, because like I said, this film left me very confused by the end in terms of what its overall message was, so we'll go a little bit more into detail in regards to that. Suffice to say, I do think that Paul Verhoeven's direction of the film is tight. I think that it moves at a very good pace, and I think that um, the film is always fascinating. Uh, Mind you, that doesn't necessarily mean a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, I think that the subject matter is going to turn a lot of people off. People are going to respond to it very differently. But Isabelle Huppert is quite good in the role here. I think it's um, one of the best uh, uh, female performances I've seen this year. Not the best. Anybody that thinks she's going to win the Oscar for this is out of their minds. She's barely just going to maybe get nominated. So, yes, I do have this possibly for Best Actress and Best Foreign Language Film, uh, mostly due to name recognition alone, uh, seeing as how this has gotten quite a bit of buzz. And after hearing our thoughts on the matter, you can totally see why. So, with that said, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Um I originally had it much higher in the beginning. I had it like at an eight, and then I had it knocked down to about a five. And then upon reflection, I brought it back up again. And it was just like my, my score was literally all over the place. And I'm trying to give it as fair of a grade as humanly possible here with a seven. Um, this could definitely change over time. I'm actually leaning actually more negative again, maybe towards a six, but I'm just going to stick with seven for now, seeing as how it, um, ah, man, it's just, it's a really complicated film. It's not an easy film to one, talk about, two understand, and three, uh, just, uh, fully, uh, reflect upon even. It's, it's a very challenging film. Let's just leave it at that. Let's head over into spoilers where we will talk about the film, uh, potentially one last time. I don't know if I'm going to be talking about this over Christmas dinner with anybody, but <laughs> let's head over into uh spoiler section here for L. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You to... want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Okay, so this here are uh, the spoilers for the film Elle, directed by Paul Verhoeven, starring Isabelle Huppert. And I have to ask, really quickly, can anybody sum up for me what they think the film's message actually was? Seriously. Because it seems like it's just so muddled and confusing. I just don't get it.
2: Um. Well, I I honestly don't know what the message is because... Yeah,
0: it's unbelievable.
2: Because, I mean, she overcomes this trauma. She overcomes kind of her parents' past. But to achieve all of that, it comes at... don't know i think the movie has this belief that by having sex with the guy that has raped her and kind of forming some type of relationship with him that she gets agency to then tell him that like she's done with him but that really doesn't come off and if that's the case that really demeans her character even more that she would think that that would be a means of of being able to overcome this um and really the end of the movie doesn't even see her have agency because she's saved by another male so i honestly i don't know i don't know if it was just the fact that she can become friends with her best friend again after she told her that like she boned her husband um or what because the movie ends with this very stock happy ending that i did not feel was earned it shouldn't be happy it should be in progress you know it should be her being able to be like okay i'm gonna go work on myself now and she's like joking with her friend about oh like we're gonna live together and it's gonna be like bosom buddies i don't i don't know what the intention was but it feels like nothing was ever really earned for that character by the by the end
0: i i understand like the aspect of uh, luring him in, um, gaining his trust, and then only to obviously sabotage him at the end. Um, but I just didn't like that the film used sex as a means to do that. I just thought that that was wrong. And it totally, in my opinion, I mean, like I could totally see how people will look at this film and be like, oh, she used any, you know, means at her disposal to, you know, get this guy and everything. And it's like, well, you know, you got to place yourself in his position. Yeah, you know, she gets him at the end, but he still got to fuck her. And in the manner in which he liked it, I, I don't see how that's okay. You know what I mean? That, that's not that's not okay to me. Um, so then when she makes the decision to willingly play it out, like the way he likes to play it out, all rough, and like those if he is assaulting her and everything, it was just so weird. I felt uncomfortable watching it. I... I, I just couldn't I I just couldn't understand like why the film was using that why couldn't they use her intellect and her resolve as a means to find a way to you know get him at the end I I just don't understand that because clearly they've ex- explained to us that she is this steely CEO type I, I just don't see how the two couldn't. Why did it have to resort
1: to sex? I, I just—that's my biggest complaint overall. I don't think I have anything to contribute that has <laughs> not already been said here. So I—I I gonna...
2: th- think the—the the thing is—is is that there's this belief, and we've seen this with a uh, a lot of television shows and films of the last year or so with rape kind of being at the forefront. There is this belief that we have to show the rapist as this guy who has personality and has, uh, I'm trying to explain this in a way that makes sense, but there's a point where once it's revealed that it is the neighbor, because we're in spoilers now, it's the the guy, Patrick, that she was knowingly into and knowingly willing to have sex with. Yeah. um, Which... We have to punish her for that because, uh, you know, it ends up... She's assertive and wants to have sex with him and, oh, he's her rapist. Like, okay, that's kind of shitty that you would then have... It's a
0: coincidence that's fucked up. Yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. It feels like it's punishing her for being this assertive sexual person. Um, But then when you find out that, like, she gets in a car accident and she calls him and he shows up, I was like, wait... There is the statistics show that most women are raped by men that they know, by friends, by friends and and acquaintances. And for her to rely on him and have to interact with him every day, that's something women deal with, you know, women who are raped deal with on a regular basis. And for that would have been interesting. But the minute it turns into a sexual power game, that is that's a male fantasy right there, because that is something that women would tell you that's not something that they would be, even consider. And there's a point at the end when he thinks it's another game and she lures him into the house and he has this look on his face. Like, what? Like, how could you do this to me? It is a moment that, for me, just made me think that we're meant to humanize him. Because if, um, if anybody's seen The Hunting Ground, the documentary, um, there's a point where um, the, the woman says that her rapist told her, Like, I honestly didn't understand. Like, you know, I thought, like, you were a good person. I thought I was a good person. And, like, I think that the movie wants to make that statement, and it's totally incorrect. And for her to go to apologize to his wife at the end of this movie and say, I'm sorry, Um, no, her husband's a rapist. He raped you more than once. Um, You do not need to apologize for anything. And the, the wife just responds like, oh... You know, Jesus is going to get me through this. And, you know, thank you for indulging him in his needs. Wait, bitch, what? I was just. I literally shook my head and said, A, I mean, a lot of the women in this movie are written very poorly. The, she has yeah. no allies. She has no, like, women who support her other than the friend, which she in turn is knowingly screwing over by banging her husband. Um, I was just sitting there, like, this is why a woman's voice is essential in the script writing process. Because you could have done that scene and had the ambiguity that you requested. But it just comes off so disturbingly stupid. I Yeah, by, by that point I was just like, this needs to be over now.
0: <laughs> and, you know, just to uh, add a little bit more to this here. At some point in the film, and I know I'm diverting a little bit. Um, her son ends up having a, a a child with his girlfriend and the child is clearly not his hundred percent. It's a mixed baby. It's not his because they're both white. Um, and you know, he has a friend that's there and he's black and he's given these looks and everything. And I, I, I mean, like I'm, I'm a little surprised that you guys uh, weren't as, uh, captivated by these scenes as I was. You guys really didn't like, uh, the scenes involving the son and uh, Michelle, when like she called him out for how, uh, how could he be so blind that that child is not his, and like that, she knows that he, yeah, go ahead.
2: That was the one element I I wish we had developed more because I could have understood when he says at a certain point it's still my son. The fact that he's been with this woman since she's been pregnant, um, I I understood that and I liked that because that is where I think the movies discussion of difficult decisions comes through the best is you know what would you do in a situation where you know that that child's not yours but you've been there from the beginning it would have worked better had the girlfriend not been an insufferable twat the entire movie (laughs) who is
0: can i wait can i can i just point out one thing about this though that i found in the writing a little bit so Michelle denies uh, – she she actually goes through denial after she's raped. She kind of like like expresses it to her colleagues as like no big deal essentially, like just tells them at dinner, right? And I thought that this like form of denial uh, was taken a hold then once again in her son when he is in denial about this baby. Like the, I, I thought that parallel between the two and how it all related to trauma, you know, that there is – a traumatic event in Michelle's life in her childhood that has made her who she is today. And as a result, we don't know what other forms of trauma may have been passed down from her onto him potentially. We're not necessarily aware of that. But yet, he's dealing now with denial as well and what could potentially be for any person out there that finds out that their child is not there it's a very traumatic event and then he's in denial of it did anybody else like find that parallel fascinating
2: i think that that's again another moment where the script does really well with the parallels and i i like that you bring up the scene where she's telling her friends because again that's a great example of kind of that disaffected element that that a lot of women experience after being assaulted that she's just kind of like i want it to go away i told you guys you know i've unburdened myself so let's just move on i think that that is a great moment because obviously she's not fine and and there's still a lot of resentment there and i wish the movie had taken the time to really explore that that's where i say that there's too many plots in this movie because not only does she have the issues with her son but then she's also got these different guys that she's you know the the best friend's husband that she's sleeping with her ex-husband and his new girlfriend and
0: uh, or her um employee at work yeah uh, yeah
2: yeah and so i was just kind of like there's too much kind of it's almost like they're they're afraid to really explore what her trauma would do to her day-to-day life because it would be very interior. So they just kind of throw on all these external problems that she has to deal with. And I don't know. There's a lot of decisions that it almost seems like Cooper's character is just kind of getting stoned throughout the entire movie. And I don't mean like high. I'm talking like literally being hit with rocks in this movie because like she's been raped her boyfriend calls her the guy she's you know sleeping around with and she's trying to tell like let him down gently like hey uh it's that time of the month not feeling it today and some woman out of nowhere like drops her food all over her and calls her like a a name or something because i guess she heard her conversation about not wanting to have sex with a guy like excuse me she is a, a. You are a stranger, you weirdo. Um, it just seems like the the Hooper character is persecuted for being this woman who has power and has agency. But at the same time, the movie thinks that the most titillating element of that is that. Wouldn't it be great to see this woman cast down low? And I don't. I don't think that that's at all something that's even worth talking about in twenty sixteen. <laughs> But at the same time, it's very authentic to what's going on in 2016. I mean, hell, we, Bertolucci thinks it's cool to, to essentially uh, mock rape a woman on camera. So I don't know. Maybe Verhoeven's just, you know, doing what everybody else thinks is cool in cinema. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, all right, then. <laughs> Will. Yes. You're still with us. I am. Good. You're, you're being a very wise, smart man right now.
2: Uh, <laughs> yes. I, feel so, I feel so terrible today.
0: <laughs> uh, I was about to say, where can they find you on Twitter, Will? But uh, do you have
1: any concluding thoughts? I, I think uh, both of you guys made interesting points. I think this is a flawed and complex film. Um, it is definitely a problematic film. It is also a film that has certain aspects that worked really well. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think the discussion that was had here today will be interesting for people to listen to. But yeah, that's, I think what's said that needed to be said about the film has been said. So, um, I'm sorry I didn't contribute more today. I just don't feel like my voice is the most necessary one in this discussion. Um, so you can find me at Mavericks Movies on Twitter. And where can they find you, Kristen?
2: I am at Journeys underscore film. I feel like both of you feel like you should be apologizing okay. for being mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I've made you feel that way. No,
0: no, you did not. And and you can find me on Twitter at nextbestpicture.com, and I am not apologizing for anything except <laughs> uh, Except to say, uh, <laughs> all right well thank you everybody for listening to the next best picture podcast we really really appreciate you guys uh listening to what was in my opinion a very very fascinating discussion on l here you can find us on nextbestpicture.com and we will see you all next time